As we find ourselves in Beis Iyer, which is the Yemai Ledes, the birth date of the Rebbe Marash, in the year Tafkuf Tzadik Dalet, 1834, we will relate some stories that the Rebbe related at Ifabringen on this date in the year Tov Shin Gimel, 1943. This was seven years before the passing of the previous Rebbe, and this Fabrengen was written up by the Chassid Rabedel Baumgarten, who later became the Hetzliach in Argentina. The Rebbe relates that till the generation of the Rebbe Marash, till the Rebbe Marash himself, all the Rabbeim prior to the Rebbe Marash conducted their life banius, which means not in a rich way, not in a rich manner, it was with poverty. Likewise, the Tzemach Tzedek, his father, the father of the Rebbe Marash, also conducted his life Ba'anius, and not in a broad manner, and not in a lavish format. But the Rebbe Marash, already during the lifetime of his father, began conducting himself with his pastus in a very broad way. When they built his house, he asked, instructed that they should build wide and large windows to a great extent. The Samachsadik asked him, why do you need such big windows? The Rebbe Marash answered, no, it should be lichtik, it should be light, it should be illuminated. The house should be illuminated. So the Samachsadik asked, by the Mzaden, by my grandfather, the Alter Rebbe, there were very thin and small windows, and he managed. So the Rebbe Marash said, Mistome is givenet lichtik, probably it wasn't lit up. Tzemach Tzedek said, Nein, nein, si given lichtik lichtik. No, no, it was light, light. A second story that the Rebbe related is when the Rebbe Marash was about eight years old, he learned in the Cheder and Yeshiva with the Moganovis and also other children of his brothers. His brothers were much older than him and he was learning together with his nephews who were his age. The Melamed once asked a question from all the students and he requested that they should give him an answer for this question. The Rebbe Marash said that first let the other students, the other Talmidim, say what they can offer as a response and then he will answer. But the other Talmidim did not know how to answer this question. The Marash gave a very good response that the Melamed, the teacher, was very impressed. The other students were envious, were jealous of the Rebbe Marash because they are older than him and nevertheless he knew better than them and they began crying. And they said, the MS, the Rebbe Marash is not such a big London, not such a big scholar. But the, since the Melamed, the teacher, knew that he is the youngest child of the Tzemach Tzedek and they are already the next generation, they are grandchildren of the Tzemach Tzedek, so therefore the Melamed shows him favoritism. 
and they ran to the Maril, Rabbi Yehuda Leib, who was the father of one of these children who were learning in the Cheder. While the children of the Maril, Rabbi Yehuda Leib, who were learning together with the Rebbe Marash, turned to their father to complain that the Melamed respects more the Rebbe Marash, shows him more favoritism. The Rebbe Marash said he can't learn anymore together with them because he grasps it the first time that the Melamed teaches them. And to them, the, the Melamed, the teacher, has to explain it two, three times. And their minds are not so open. The Maril then went in to the yeshiva, to the cheder, and he presented for the Melamed his children's complaint. The Melamed said to the Maril, it is not because I honor the Rebbe Marash more, but because he answered very well. And the Melamed told the Maril, I'll tell you what the question is, and I'll tell you what the Rebbe Marash answered. The Maril himself was impressed. But he told the Rebbe Marash, why do you have to say such a negative statement that my children are not really open-minded? So the Rebbe Marash said, what should I do if that's the fact? The Maril then said, I am your older brother. How could you embarrass me, my children? The Rebbe Marash answered, You are older uh, from me with your years, and I am older from you with our father's years. Which means that the Rebbe Marash was born when the Tzemach Tzedek, his father, was in his 40s. And the Mele, he received the maturity of his father at an early age. And that's what he means. I am older than you with my father's years. The Hamshik to the early installment, Benigir to Beis Iyer, the Yemai letters of the Rebbe Marash, and the Fabrengen on this day in the year Tavshin Gimel 1943, when the Rebbe related many stories about the Rebbe Marash. So we continue now in installment number two, discussing additional stories that the Rebbe related at this Fabrengen. The Rebbe Marash was an expert in reading musical notes, and he also had a talent of carving out things from wood making furniture. Also in the time of the Rebbe Rashab, who was the son of the Rebbe Marash, there were menaires that he carved out, uh, engraved, and they were hanging in Lubavitch. An additional story, the Rebbe relates that once the Rebbe Marash was learning with his father a certain topic in the Talmud, and the Tzemach Tzedek told him, Hashem Deminyan Uzgeharevet, did you exert yourself on this topic? Did you really delve into it with fullest focus? 
En de Rebbe Marash says, Ich zeh niet wat ze vooraan te horen I don't see what is there to exert for. But since it's a Machzedek spoke about Horeven, exertion, so he again reviewed this topic to the extent that there were bloodstains on his forehead. To such an extent, the Rebbe Maras exerted himself in studying this topic. The Tzemach saw this, he said, Shen genuk, weistus adir is es nit negea. It's enough. It seems like this does not pertain to you. Another story that the Rebbe relates, the schedule of the Rebbe Marash was that already 8 a.m. The Rebbe Marash was already a quite a long time after davening. And he would he would stroll every day steady. One time he told the Chassid Ramonia Monezon that he wants to travel to Paris. They traveled to Paris. When they came to Paris, the Rebbe Marash mentioned a name of one of the parks and he says this is where they need to travel. This park, not only that it didn't come to the mind of the Chassid that a holy person like the Rebbe will go there. But in addition to that, not even a simple person would go there because that park was the opposite of Tznius, the extreme opposite of Tznius modesty. When they came to the park, the Rebbe Maras put on glasses and he started to look in all directions, and then they went to the hotel. The Rebbe Maraz then took off his glasses and he left. Rabmonia took the glasses and wanted to see what were the glasses that the Rebbe Maraz was wearing while he was in the park. He started to look through it. He saw they are not made from glass. They are made from precious stones. And you cannot see anything through them. But from the outside, it makes an impression as they would be made from glass. But it's impossible to see anything through them. Ramonya then said, look to what extent the Rebbe could conceal himself. That when a person looked externally at the Rebbe Marash, he thought the Rebbe Marash is wearing regular glasses. But in Reality, the Rebbe Marash did not see anything. The Hamshach to the early installments, Benigir to Bezir, the Yemai Ledes of the Rebbe Marash. We continue now with installment number three, the Fabrengen of Bezir, Tafshin Gimel 1943, when the Rebbe related many stories, Benigir to the Rebbe Marash, and we will now discuss an additional story that the Rebbe related at the time. The Rebbe spoke about the Chosid Rabmonya Monzon, who was a Chosid of the Rebbe Marash, and he would customarily daven Shachris a long time, for hours. One time, 
The Rebbe Marash told him the earlier evening that he should get ready because tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. we are traveling. The Chassid didn't realize that 8 a.m. he needs to already be after davening. But the Rebbe said, that's it. It's a done deal. However way he managed, he traveled with Rebbe Marash at 8 a.m. And the Rebbe Marash told him, let's travel to the Alexander Hotel. Ramanya was wondering, how is the Rebbe Marash going to be staying in such a hotel where people were eating non-kosher food, sitting without head covering, how is the Rebbe Marash going to deal with this? The Rebbe Marash told him, let's go downstairs to the corridor, to the bowl, which is the floor where everybody is playing different uh, games, cards, etc. And the Rebbe Marash continued, let's sit down near a small table. And this is where they sat down. Near them, there was another table where people were sitting and playing cards and drinking wine and uh, involved in their playing. After a certain time, the Rebbe Maras turned to one of them and said, Junger Mann, Young man, non-kosher wine, you're not allowed to drink. He made the impression like he didn't hear anything and he laughed and he continued drinking. Ramanya was wondering how the Rebbe Marash knew exactly what table to approach and that this person is Jewish. Then the Rebbe Marash continued and said, Junger man, ya trinken. Again, the Rebbe Marash repeated, Young man, ya not allowed to drink. And again, the person ignored him. The third time, Rebbe Marash said, Young man, you now let a drink, and it is a pity on your soul. And immediately after that, the Rebbe Marash said to the Chassid Ramonya, let's go back to our room. And they went back to the room. After a short time, this young man came and asked, where is the person who spoke to me in the ballroom? Ramanya said, if you will not tell me what you, you do and who you are and who brought you here, I will not tell you where the person is. The younger man said, please, don't bother me, don't annoy me, just tell me immediately where the person is. Ramanya showed the person where the Rebbe Marash was staying. The person went into the Rebbe Marash's room. He stayed there for a long while. And then the Rebbe Marash and Ramanya left the hotel. After a specific time, it became known that this person became a Balchuva. And his descendants are from a certain family from Paris, from whom there are many Yireim Ushleimim, 
religious and complete in fulfilling Torah mitzvahs. And in addition to that, they also did a lot of favors for Yiddishkeit. In Tav Shinhei, 1945, the Friedrich Rebbe told the story with more details and will translate it from the Sicha from Tav Shinhei. The Rebbe Marash once traveled to Paris and he took along with him his Gaboyim, Rablevik and Rabin Chasleib, and also the Chosid Ramonya, Manzon, and Rabbi Shaya Berlin. They all joined the trip. When they came to Paris, Rabbi Shaya Berlin asked the Rebbe Marash, Where are we going? Where are we to travel to? So he said to the Hotel Alexander. This is one of the biggest hotels in which kings and royal families would stay. When they came to the hotel, the Rebbe Marash asked they should give him a group of rooms. And they told him that uh, there are rooms that are available and the price is 200 francs for a day. The Rebbe Marash asked if there are better quality rooms on that floor in which he will be staying, where the games are taking place. So they told him there is a section that is vacant also on the first floor, but it's very expensive. The Rebbe Marash asked for a section that consists of three rooms. One room for him, one for Rablevik, and one for Rapin Chesleib. Rabbi Shaya Berlin and Rabmanya stayed in a hotel close by because they did not want to pay such a price. They weren't able to afford it. After a few hours, the Rebbe Marash went into one of the halls where they were playing cards, and he sat down near the younger man who was playing cards, and from time to time, this younger man was drinking from his cup. The Rebbe Marash placed his hand on the shoulder of this younger man, and it said, Younger man, Yayanesech, non kosher wine, you're not allowed to drink, you're prohibited from drinking. And then he said again to him, Yayanesech stupefies the mind and the heart remain a yid and he said Agutenacht, good night and he returned back to his room the Rebbe Marash was very with the biggest rakshas very intense and emotional and Rabbi Shaya Berlin says he never saw the Rebbe Marash in such a state. It was customary in that hotel that if someone wants to go up to a higher floor or he wants to descend from one floor to another, since in those years they did not have elevators yet, so they would have a special chair and as soon as the person sat down on that chair, the service would pick up the person either to a higher floor or would bring down the person to a lower floor. From Israqshus, the Rebbe Marash, while going back to his room, sat down on one of these chairs.
And immediately, the Mesharsim, the crew, picked up the chair in order to take the Rebbe Marash to a higher floor. The Rebbe Marash reminded himself that he's living on, staying on that floor. So he says, pardon, I apologize, I made a mistake, and he went back to his room. After many hours, this younger man, who the Rebbe Marash met earlier, came and entered the Rebbe Marash's room. The Rebbe Marash a while later left the hotel, and the Rebbe Marash, after a, a time later, said that it's already, and as time moved on, after a certain time period, the Rebbe Marash said that it's already many generations, that it's already many generations, many generations, that many generations have already passed that did not have such a pure soul. But it was in the, the depth of Klippus. Till this younger man did tshuva. And this younger man became the head of a family, religious, as known in France as a very reputable family. The Hemshech to the early installments Benigia to Bay's ear, the Yemai letters of the Rebbe Marash, and referring back to the earlier installment, Benigia to the Rebbe Marash's visit in Paris, and the Hashpah, the impact that the Rebbe Marash made on a Yid who swayed away from the path of Yiddishkeit, and through the words of the Rebbe Marash, and his Ashpah, the Yid, became a Balchuva. We continue now discussing how this story was told by the previous Rebbe, as we mentioned in the previous installment. This was in Tafshin Hay, 1945. And this story, as the previous Rebbe related it in Tafshin Hay, the Rebbe in 1947, when he published the biography of the Rebbe Marash, this story was also included in this Sefer Ateldes, page 77. In Tafshin Yud Aleph, it was the evening of the acceptance of the Nisius, when the Rebbe accepted the Nisius and Yud Aleph Shvatov Shin Yud Aleph by his first Mimer deliverance. And this was Basiligani. During the Mimer, the Rebbe related stories, Benigea to our Rabbeim, and examples of Abbas Yisrael, how they committed themselves to help another fellow Jew. When it came to the Rebbe Marash, the Rebbe mentioned this same story. We'll read it as it is translated in English by Sikhs in English. The Rebbe says, Then there is the story how the Rebbe Marash once traveled from a healing spot to Paris solely for the purpose of meeting with a young man 
to whom he said, Young men, forbidden wine stupefies the mind and heart. Become a practicing Jew. The young man returned home and found no rest until he returned to the Rebbe Marash and repented. Eventually, he became the head of a God-fearing and observant family. And the Rebbe elaborates, It is well known that time was extremely precious to the Rebbe Marash, to the extent that even his recital of my Maimurim was brief. There were times when at eight in the morning he already concluded his prayers. Nonetheless, he traveled to a distant city and stayed there a considerable amount of time for the sake of one young man. About 14 years later, in a Fabrengen on Shabbos Chalameitzu Kistof Shin Chofei, late 1964, the Rebbe again told the story. We don't have the details of the Sicha, but it was documented very briefly. The delivery of this Sicha is described as follows. The Rebbe broke down and cried several times during the Sicha. A legendary, distinguished Chosid, Rabbi Sadia Liberov, who visited with the Rebbe for Sukkot that year, shared with Chassidim the following. When the Rebbe told the story, it was with an indescribable, intense emotion. During the Sicha, the Rebbe, unusually, held on to his beard, hat, and table. The scene was heavenly beyond this world. This is the way the older Chassid, Rabbi Sadia Liberov, described what took place when the Rebbe told this story. And once again, in the year Tavshin Nun Beis, which is late 1991, the Rebbe mentioned in regards to the Rebbe Marash that he traveled to France and he made Balichuvis there and meditated and also accomplished in Inyone Chsidus while he was in France. This evening's broadcast we're dedicating Lishus in honor of Miriam Bas Yebodlachaim Tevim Paruchim Rab Ephraim Ze'ev Shmueli who was Nifter on the eighth day of year one year ago. She was a very active person on many levels in the community. We should already merit to visualize the fulfillment of the prophecy that those who are dwelling in the dust will awaken and rejoice and she amongst them. The Hamshik to the earlier installments about Bey's year, the birthday of the Rebbe Marash, we continue now with installment number five, relating additional stories which the Rebbe related over the years about the Rebbe Marash. In a Sicha of Yud Beis Tammuz Tovshin Yudalit, 1954, the Rebbe related the following story. There was a person that 
fell through with a certain Aveda, a certain transgression, and he wanted to receive a tikkun, compensate to correct this issue. The person went into the Rebbe Marashvi Yechidis in order to request this tikkun. But since the person was embarrassed to say that he himself fell through with this issue, so instead he decided to tell the Rebbe Marash that a good friend of his who trusts him very much fell through with this Aveda. And since he's embarrassed to come himself, he requested from him from this person that he instead should ask the Rebbe Marash what he should do about it, how he can correct it and rectify it. The Rebbe Marash answered, why did he need to send you? If he is embarrassed, he could have come himself and state that somebody sent him. On another occasion during a Fabrengen, in Chedesh Tishrei, Shabbos Parsha Hazinu, Tovshin Chav late 1961, the Rebbe related that the previous Rebbe, when he spoke about his grandfather, the Rebbe Marash, said that there wasn't a person like him who suffered so much, literally, as it was happening in his last years in this world. And despite this, it didn't happen even once that a Yid, when he came in to the Rebbe Marash for Yechidus, that the Rebbe Marash should not greet him with a gracious smile. And not a smile which is artificial, but a true, sincere smile. In a Fabrengen of Tafshin Yud, 1950, this is the year that the previous Rebbe was nostalgic. The Rebbe told the following story. There was a contractor, the Meshech, over the course of years, lived himself in Peterburg because of problems that he had in Sholem Bayes, marital issues. One of the days, the relatives of his family convinced him that he should return to his home. On the way to his home, he traveled to Lubavitch and he went in to the Rebbe Marash for Yechidus. And he asked for a bracha for his returning back home. By the way, he told the Rebbe Marash that a general in Peterburg suggested him to his business a specific project. And therefore he is planning that after he returns home and everything will settle down at home, he will then travel to Peterburg and he will complete the deal, will finalize it. The Rebbe Marash said that instead travel to Peterburg immediately and close the deal and after that you will return to your home. The contractor was puzzled about the words of the Rebbe Marash. How you talking? How is it that he is returning back home after so many years? 
that he was not at home, the Rebbe Marash should instruct him that he should actually go back from where to where he came from, only to close a business deal. What's the reason for such a rush? After the Rebbe repeated his words a second time, the Kablan, the contractor, said to the Rebbe, I will do what the Rebbe instructs me, but maybe could the Rebbe tell me the reason for this? The Rebbe answered him, if you would know the reason, you would be a Rebbe yourself. When the contractor came back to Petterburg, he met the general who was planning to leave his house, going for a trip outside the country for a long time period. And as soon as he came to this general, they both, the contractor and the general, went into the house and they completed the deal. After a short time, the contractor became very rich from this business deal and he understood the reason why the Rebbe pressured him that he should immediately attend to this business deal. Because if he would have come, even if a few moments later, he would have lost the whole deal because the general was leaving the country for a long time period. So the Rebbe, when he told the story, asked the following. At first glance, it's not understood. What bothered the Rebbe Marash that he refrained from telling the person the reason why he is pressuring the person that the person should immediately return to Petterburg? So the Rebbe explains that even in matters that are understood in a logical manner, a person has to fulfill the words of the Rebbe Mitzad Bittl. Commitment. And this is the the true shlemus of a person. And therefore the Rebbe Marash did not tell him the logical reason, what the Rebbe Marash was seeing, what was taking place, that this general is going to be leave, leaving town soon, because he wanted the contractor should fulfill his words, Mitzad Bittl. And finally, in conclusion, a Fabrengen of Shabbos Breshis Toshen Chavdalet, late 1963. The Rebbe Marash davened Mincha in his room, and at that time, Rabmanya Manzan, the Chassid, who was considered a distinguished person in his time, was present. While the Rebbe Maras is davening Mincha, all the thoughts that Rabmanya thought in his lifetime started to come to his mind. In Yanim, of such caliber, that he had no shaykhs to hit in those years. Memories, thoughts, from many years earlier. And surely it wasn't appropriate to think about it in the house of the Rebbe Marash. And from feeling such a disgust of this experience, he started to scream, Fefe, like it's ugly, I don't want to think about it, it's disgusting. And after that, he found out that the Rebbe Marash then said the Pasik at that time, Zecher Avtufcha. Zecher Avtufcha means Zikorn, memory. And this had an impact on the memory of people who were there then in the house. 
And Mamela, this brought a flashback of all the thoughts that the person thought Meshach of all his life. And the Rebbe, our Rebbe, concluded the story that this is the Inyan that Bishas, a person davens in the four Ames of a Tzaddik, which means in the four cubic feet of the Tzaddik. When the Tzaddik davens, even if a person does not understand how, it is the Pchina that the Tzaddik is standing right in front of him.